What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Yes, yes. What's going on out there? Welcome into another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro, the holiday edition. We got Christmas week. Couldn't be more juice. Some great games. Let's welcome in our guy, Bolt. We got a few different uh, days of games. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like, you know, there's some bowl games kicking in this week, but we get like the Thursday, Saturday NFL again. (laughs) That's incredible. Hey, should we tell people? What our sources in Kansas City have telling us. We don't We don't want to start any rumors, but maybe we'd be the first to tell them. <laughs> Go for it. Well, our sources in Kansas City tell us that big Kelsey is going to ask Taylor to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's according to Aunt Sue, who's reading the, uh, <laughs> the gossip blogs back there. <laughs> but, hey, listen, if he is, holy cow, wouldn't surprise me. He had another garbage game against the Patriots. (laughs) You're just full anti him having a lady and having a season. I am. I mean, unless you ball, if he's balling, but he's clearly not. Did you see the drop pass he had in the end zone Um, against the Patriots? He dropped one, which he normally would easily have if he wasn't paying attention to the lady friend the whole season. And then then a little bit later uh, in the drive, he like... The DB barely pushes him, and he totally flops to try to get the call. And the rest like, no, that's not working, bud. You might want to start concentrating on your game more. <laughs> I saw, did you see Kadarius had kind of the slip through that turned into oh, the pick? Is he gone yet? I mean, I don't know. Patrick, just you could see him on the sideline bench just mumbling to himself like, dude, this dude, like I, I got to quit looking his way. Yeah, it went through his hands again for the pick. Yeah. How's that going on my stats there, bud? Right, right. Well, you know, they do have the most drops of any team in the NFL. You wonder why Patty's not having, like, you know, a season that he typically has. Mm-hmm. I didn't touch that one, but they, they did come back and cover it. It was like minus eight or something. Well, the, it was all over the map. Like, it came out at nine and a half, and it actually got down to seven and a half at one point. And then... uh Game day, people bought it back up to nine and a half. So yeah, it covered. There was there was some line movement that was like the, a lot of games. The the lines were moving quite a bit. Because how about uh, like the Cowboys line was going down towards the Cowboys. Yeah, we we forgot to talk about that one last week because I I loved Buffalo in that one. It's funny you said that. I was thinking the same thing. Why did we not tell the the listeners about that? Because that was one of my favorite too. Mm-hmm. They just got thumped, too. That was great. Oh, good night. <laughs> wow, did they get waxed. So, you know, Josh Josh Allen was kind of bummed when, when Ken Dorsey, they were critting, he got fired because he kind of felt like responsible. But, but things are humming since they made that move way better. <laughs> yeah, you don't know if that's Ken's, you know, doing or not. But. Well, the, the styles changed, you know. I mean, Josh only threw like 15 times and, and they ran the ball really well against Dallas. That's not going to be their weekly game plan, but you can just tell it was a little more controlled and they're playing a lot better. Oh, yeah, they are. It's, you know, someone's pointed out, and, and I've, I'm not a big props guy. I, I don't like to do really props that much. It's, uh, but someone has pointed out, like, when Josh has, like, is in the big games, like he's playing Patty or like Dallas, like, where they really need to get the W, he runs the ball more. 
he he takes it underneath. He's like, hey, I, I need to get this done. Because clearly he knows he can't take shots all the time and get hit, even though the guy's a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the big games, he's like, hey, I got to give up my body here a little bit. We need to get the W. <laughs> Who wants to get in the way here? Dude, I mean, he's a he's a Mack truck. He's not quite like Taysom Hill on the, on the Saints, but you still don't want to get in front of him. <laughs> he's fun to watch. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what game was real fun to watch. How about that Detroit Lions game against the Bronx? Yep, that was a good Saturday one. Wow, the alternative line even hit on that one. Uh, remember, that was the one where I said, this thing's going to be about 31 to 10. Whoops, I was off. They crushed them even more, 42-17. Yeah, Denver's road road streak came to the end there. Yes, it did, because they're not getting the turnover luck. Uh, that was fun to watch. And then the Colts against the Steelers, the automatic fade, big Trubisky. <laughs> and how about Trubisk comes down, marches down the field 7-0. And I'm like, whoa, Mitch, what are you doing here, buddy? And then the Colts have to end up punting. And once again, the Steelers, special teams, block punt. Goes to the Colts one yard line. Next play, Trubisk into the end zone. Almost fumbles it, but they called it a touchdown. Thirteen bagels because they missed an extra point. Yeah, they had the early lead. And I go, don't even worry about it because it's going to be Mitch time soon. And sure enough, two interceptions later and thirty points later from the Colts, it was good night. Thirty thirteen. <laughs> Gardner goes, we'll take this one from here. Yeah, we will. So those were the two good ones. And then the the crap ones where I still would have done it again, um, the big Arizona against the Niners. Uh, how about the Niners? Small freight train coming at you there, too. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to stand in front of it? It's called CMC and Debo and the crew. I know, and then you know they keep saying Purdy strengthened his case for the MVP because Dak had such a bad week against Buffalo. It's like... Who are they going to give this thing to? I know. I mean, well, someone brought up the good point. They're like, dude, this wouldn't even be a topic of discussion if if, uh, Purdy was a first-round draft choice. You know, they'd be like, ball game, MVP. But because he was, you know, the last pick in the draft... But yeah, it's. I mean, that's a bad reason. You know that that shouldn't really factor into the the voters' mind. No, but he's saying it does. Yeah, though. but like you sit there, I, I started thinking about it before I I heard these stats, and I'm like, man, is this maybe one of the best offenses of all time? I mean, he has got a small amount of weapons around him. He's mm. got big Debo, big CMC, uh, uh, Koye, and. Kittle. Ayuk? <laughs> Okoye. Uh, that was the old uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back. Oh, uh, Christian Okoye? Yeah. Wow, where did that name come the from? The Nigerian Nightmare? Yeah, he actually played at Azusa Pacific in Southern California, an NAIA school. Didn't we... Uh we yes, went, we, we went to Vegas with the cousins and we went to a Kansas City Chiefs bar. That's right. And Christian was there signing autos. That's this, right. And it was off the beaten path, this bar. Yeah, our friend, our cousins are from Kansas City and there's a Kansas City bar in Las Vegas, like where all the Chiefs fans go. And Christian was there and he was still huge. Right. But I remember, not to get off topic here, even though we are definitely, <laughs> um, he went to an NAIA school. Azusa Pacific. I mean, ninety-five percent of people probably never even heard of that school. Mm-mm. And then he ends up just balling for the Chiefs. 
But anyway, yeah. And then they got Kittle. So I'm like, is this one of the best offenses of all time? And actually, statistically, it is. They're up there with uh, the best show on turf. The Rams. Rams. Yep, the St. Louis Rams. And they were comparing them to like the 2007 Patriots and the Colts, some of the Colts teams with Peyton. Um, and I don't doubt it. I mean, those there's so many weapons there. Yeah. You well, know, might just want to stay away from going against them. Well, we might come back to that a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> you have a thing where you just like to go against them for some no, reason. No, 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 no. Well, listen, okay. I mean, if you want to jump straight into it now, we can, but... I said to myself, I'm like, well, not getting in front of this train again. I mean, and I can sit here and tell you how, you know, the cards, weren't, you know, might have been the right side, really. They scored 29 points um, and had over 400 yards against the nine. So they were balling. And I'm like, yeah, the Niners, they're just, you just don't want to try to go against them. And then, dun, 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 I saw the schedule. Well, yeah, it's Christmas Day. And it's against Big Lamar. That's right, buddy. And they're giving Lamar five and a half points. And I go, hold on a minute. You got to be shitting me. And so then I started going, when was the last time I saw Lamar get five and a half points? And I'm just thinking, I'm like, dude, I don't remember it. Like, I remember one time, um, and obviously I zone in on these games. I go, I remember Kansas City went... Um, you know, when he plays Kansas City, it's usually when it happens. And I remember the last time Kansas City came in to um, Baltimore and they and they were giving him points as a home dog. But how about this? My research got me to this, and I was correct. I'm like, this doesn't happen very often. Lamar played Kansas City. Okay, ready for this one? Mm. And he was getting six and a half points in year 2018, six years ago. When Lamar was 21 years old, they were giving him six and a half. And one other time, the next year, they were giving him four and a half against Kansas City. Went one and one against the spread. That was against Patrick. So he's never been this big of an underdog, really? Well, so he's five and a half. And and one time, he was six and a half six years ago in Kansas City against Patrick. Okay. Dude, the guy is, and that's when he was 21 years old. That's the other thing people don't forget about this guy. He's still super young. You've got to be shitting me that I'm getting five and a half points with Lamar. (laughs) Maybe the play, not of the year, but of the century. And here's what we're going to do with it. Lamar in the first half. Let me give you a first half stat here at the Ravens. 13 of their 14 appointment uh, opponents this year in the first half have scored under 10 points. The Ravens ball in the first half. I don't have the stats in front of me, but they win like 70% of their first half games, and that's because no one's used to big Lamar. I'll take the Ravens plus the three and a half. Double bonus big better there. That one's incredible. I don't know. That's it's Christmas night. It's the, like the night game at five fifteen. Just this could be the buzzsaw, you know. Once again, Baltimore's a good team. You know, they could definitely win and get to the Super Bowl from the AFC side. And and we talked about him against the NFC. His record has been awesome. It's probably up to like the eighteen and one. One. There you go. Yeah, you're, you're our AFC NFC stat. Well, let me throw some more at you here, real quick, buddy. How about the Arizona Cardinals? Ran against the Niners for 234 yards. 
Now you go up against the Ravens, the number one rush offense in the NFL, 168 yards per ball game. Now what sucks about that is Mitchell, their explosive rookie, just got hurt, uh, and he's out for the season, which really sucks. But you still have Gus Edwards. Guy's got 11 TDs on the season. He's averaging 4.1 a ball game. It's not like this guy's a sap. And also, I know Lamar. Right now, he and his boys are sitting around, and they go, whoa, Lamar, did you see the line here, buddy? And he goes, what's going on? They're like, he's giving you five and a half, and Lamar's going, wow. No respect there, and that's when Lamar steps it up. <laughs> that's. I thought the Niners were maybe kind of looking ahead when they were taking on Arizona. They're like, we got this. That's why I thought maybe they would coast yeah. in, in that. You know what was that? Was it plus 13 for the Arizona game by the time it kicked off? I thought maybe they would just win by the 10 or whatever because they're like, we have Lamar coming in Christmas Day. No, I hear you. That's one of the reasons why we took him. No, no, listen, they're unreal. But this guy is unreal. I mean, the Niners probably are the better team. Maybe, maybe I would give that on the Ravens. But the best player on the field, sorry, CMC, is Big Lamar. (laughs) Could be a Super Bowl preview here. Yes, it could be. And so, uh, but you know, and and the Raves, they, they sack up on defense when they need to. It's not like these are guys are saps. And if you've noticed in the past, the Niners have problems with quarterbacks that are mobile. I mean, Kyler just showed it. That's why they ran for 234 yards. And now you get the real Russian machine. This guy's a joker. Mm. So I didn't want to get in front of him, but I saw the schedule and I go, round two, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. That's the nightcapper. That'll be good to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, the game last night kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It was Philly at Seattle. And I'm like, okay. I, I just thought that was a great spot for the Eagles. Yep. And they let us down there at the end, unfortunately. Yes, they did. I mean, you're letting Seattle go 95 yards. With Drew Locke. At the end of the ball game. Uh, but you know what they started doing? I mean, they finally go, hey, let's give the ball to you-know-who, number 14, the small guy out on the side named DKer, and DKer took over. It's ridiculous. That guy doesn't touch the ball more often. Well, and then they, you know, if he didn't catch it, they gave him some crucial PI calls just because they thought the guy was around his hip or whatever. But the, the Smith Ngaba, the, the touchdown catch. Jackson. That was sweet. That was. Yeah, that was a dimer by the locker, too. But it was a great catch. Yeah, it was. That guy's out of big Ohio State, mm-hmm. and he spells the name the right way, J-A-X-O-N. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I had them, too. That was a super bummer. Wow. Philly's clearly has a few things wrong with them. You know what I noticed, though, is Big Kelsey, the Kelsey that focuses on the football, not the one that focuses on the lady friends, his brother that plays center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not that big, really, you know, like at all. Um, but like clearly being the center, he calls all the, the blocking schemes and stuff like that at the line of scrimmage. But the one thing he is, is he's super mobile. Uh huh. And so like, you know, they do all like the pulling center and stuff and get him out on the outsides. And, uh, yeah, if you ever want to watch a guy that's like a big dude, like, you know, than most people, not necessarily as a lineman, he's super agile. 
Yeah, he's good at what he does. Yeah. You know, he's smart and he's he's physical enough. Yeah. Well, he's, and you always see him. You don't usually notice a center that much. <laughs> right. Well, it's because he's on every commercial now with his brother. No, I'm just saying on the field. You can see him <laughs> moving around. Well, I think they zone in on him quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Santa baby, the season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Now let's get back to the show. So uh, how about how about your Chargers getting spanked? Yeah, that, I mean, that game didn't even count. And, and thanks, uh, Raiders, for showing up three days after I left and putting up the 63. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. They're like, hey, uh, for the two games, the last two games, we've been averaging 31 and a half a ball game. Too bad it all happened in one game. Yeah, I mean, dude, the that was the Thursday game, and Herbert was out, and so the Chargers looked pathetic. Yes, they did. I mean, you got a lot of backups, and some other dudes were in getting some run. I just think they're like, whatever. You that know? that was a game that I'm like, how did how did I miss that one? Like that quarterback was going to come in for the Chargers and do anything for him? Easton Stick, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, no way. That's the theme now. Like, I kind of like look around. I'm like, and I check out the games, and you're like, wow. Did you hear about how Tom Brady was kind of saying the play in the NFL right now is not good? Uh huh. He's uh, and I mean, dude, it's not. Like, it's because there's all these backup quarterbacks. You have Tom gone, and Aaron's out. Burrow, yeah, Burrow. Now um, the Chargers. Justin's gone. Yeah. I mean, it's but then you know you're like Aiden O'Connell's going to shred up Easton Stick. I mean, you don't you don't know that's going to happen either. <laughs> but do I do I get half price on my ticket here also for these this matchup? No kidding! Wow. How about you know who left the tea baggers at homes? Uh, we didn't touch this game, but how about big? Tampa Bay rolls into Green Bay and just buries them. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield had the um, perfect. What do they call that? QB rating. QBR. Or the, it's yeah. the it's the QB rating. He's the first um, quarterback not playing for Green Bay that's had a perfect QB rating at Lambeau. He just ripped it up, hmm. and that's when people thought Green Bay, you know, was starting to make this big push. And Baker goes. For 381 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, good for him. You know, because mm-hmm. he's kind of been shown the door here a couple times. So I like he kind of steps back with the chip on the shoulder. Yeah. He's like, now you, now what are you going to do? Are you going to pay me or move on? <laughs> well, let's jump into, uh, well, before we do that, because I want to, I don't, I never want to forget the people that leave us reviews and uh, Coke Johnson. Left us a review. Thanks a lot, buddy. We appreciate the kind words. And why don't you email my brother at lightning at boltbrady.com. We'll get you a lid, buddy. Yep. Let us know if you want a white or black one. Uh, and then on that topic, if anyone else uh, leaves us a review, we'll send you a Bolt Brady hat. You can always use a new hat, right? 
Yep. You can look big time at the sports bar and chat with people about the lines. Yep. That's true. And if people are ever around, like at a cool spot with your Bolt Brady hat on, always send us those pictures. Those are sweet. Mm -hmm. So this week, all right, let's jump into it. We've already chatted about I like the Ravens, first half and game. What do you like over there, buddy? Well, you were just chatting about Big Baker and... I actually like the team that's coming to visit them here. We got Jacksonville's coming into Tampa Bay. Whoa, okay. And Jacksonville, I've I've only gone with them a couple times this year, but the last one was that Houston game, which was <laughs> hit hit the crossbar. Oh, that's right, yeah. But Jacksonville just had to play the AFC North three weeks in a row, and they lost all three of them. It was Bengals, Browns, and then the Ravens. I mean, uh, that's that's not easy. Nope. And Tampa Bay had the Panthers, the Falcons, and then they, they got Green Bay, which which good for Baker. But Jacksonville's plus one, and I just think they're, they're the better squad here. Okay. Uh, I have nothing against that. I wonder, I did, um, you know, one thing to look into, though, I did hear that Trevor was going into concussion protocol. They didn't name they didn't say that till after the game. I I did see that. Yeah. I mean if if he's not playing that's going to change my mind there for sure, but if he if he's a go. I mean he did his ankle a couple weeks ago too and it, they thought he was out and he ended up playing. Right. So well, I'm, I'm just saying. Remember I'm just, that remember that Saints game where they like he had the knee brace? Oh yeah, not, and he, he ran for like 70 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. So anyway, just something to keep an eye on there is his health. Uh, you know, one one other thing um, before we jump in the game here. So you know how I said that there's that circus survivor, that $9 million contest winner takes all. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, this is an interesting story. So there was 13 guys left uh, before this weekend started. And uh, one of the guys reached out. And so I guess, you know, you can do this. Reached out to all the contestants and said, hey, you guys want to chop the pot here where we each get 400000 So basically, like, let's chop half the pot. We each get 400000 So remember, the entry fee was 1000 So that's not too shabby of a rate of return there. And then he goes, and then we'll play for the other half, right? Sounds, sounds like a good idea. Hmm. Everyone was on board except one guy and the one guy. So 12 guys said, sure. And this guy goes, nope, let's play it out. Wow. Yep. And so the guy whose idea it was uh, actually had um, Tennessee, Tennessee Titans up 13-0 and then lose the ball game. So he's out. (laughs) The guy that wanted to chop, it's out now. It's down to 10 guys. And the guy that didn't want to chop is still in it. Yeah. <laughs> so so now that guy is either he's the guy that lets it ride or he's the guy that already has chips. So so the uh their entries are worth cuz there's only 10 and the pot's 900 uh 9 million. So each entry is worth 900,000 right now. Jeez. Yeah. And the guy how about that? You're just sitting there going everyone would have chopped. That guy's like I would have had 400,000 in the bank. But this one guy's like nope. Let's play it out, guys. Yeah, I mean that's not in the rules when you sign up for the thing. Like we have to split this thing, you know, no. week, week fifteen. Like, well, no, no, and and people were actually asking, hey, can you even do that? You know, does Circa allow that? And Circa's, you know, Circa can't tell these guys what to do. Yeah, you know. So, but I thought that was an interesting story. So they're down to ten right now, going for the nine mil. Yeah, I wonder if they have to like 
get the lawyer to draft something up real quick when they do all agree to that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They would have to do something like that. And, and 11 um, of the dudes were on board. And this guy goes, nope, see you later. And now he's at home going, wow, I've got squat. <laughs> I could have had 400 dimes, and now all I have is nothing. Mm. This ticket that said that I was in this entry, all right. Right. <laughs> the other thing that I thought that was interesting that we should mention is our boy Jake Browning for the Bengals, the quarterback. He beat Minnesota. Did you see what he did when he came off the sidelines after the ball game? Uh-uh. He threw his helmet down, and he looked into the camera, and he goes, you should not have effing cut me. Oh, I saw. I read that they he they shouldn't have let him go. I yeah. didn't see him do that. So though. I didn't know that he was on Minnesota, and apparently they cut him, so he got his revenge. What a great way to get revenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's 27. He's not like a, a second-year guy here. He's been around for a sec on, on the bench. You just haven't seen him get any run. Right. Well, so anyway, I saw that entire game. It was one of the, one of the games on the YouTuber. And I watched the entire thing, and it was good looking. Wow, was it a gnarly game. Big Nick Mullins came in for Minnesota. He's serviceable. He, that's what I thought, too. He was horrible. Yeah. I mean, he just, like, there was, a, he should have had a couple more picks where the DBs dropped it. He just did not look good. Now, he is at home this week, so I expect him to play better. But, dun, dun, dun. You know, people always ask me who my favorite team is, and I say I don't have one. And as people that have been listening to this podcast know that I've been hyping up big Jake Browning because it's legit. He's from NorCal, and he's been balling. But even with that all being said, are you ready for this one? Mm. Going against big Jake this week. Uh-oh. And how about this? Okay, we've been going back and forth on the Steelers, taking them, going against them. I think we've been – I'm not sure – I, well, I'm, I was going to say, I'm not sure if we've lost with them, going with them or against them, but I don't know that for certain, but I definitely know that we're at least like 4-1 and one with them, and we're going with them here. They're back at home. They're back at home, and Trubisk is adios. They're bringing in Big Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> All right, Big 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 Rudolph the Reindeer's coming in for him because they said, Trubisk, you're a joker, buddy. And, I mean, isn't that incredible? Like, those guys could have just given us the jingle and said, what do you guys think about Trubisk? We're like, you're going to get waxed with him. Right. I mean, I know Rudolph's not good, but Trubisk is bueno. <laughs> so now Jake goes on the road and... Good night when you go up against big TJ Watt and his buddy on the other side, Highsmith, playing the outside linebacker with him. Those guys fire it up at home. Jake has only played on the road in this like four-game streak, five-game. He played the Jags. They upset them. Yeah, that's kind of when he first got on the, the scene. Well, that was, and that's when we first took him, too, because mm-hmm. we're like, hey, listen, I know Jake's going to battle back here. But the game before that, he lost to... That's right, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers came into Cincinnati and beat them 16-10. That was on their field. Now they're coming to Pitt. Was that the game that, that Burrow got hurt in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or it was Jake's first game. Did, did Burrow get hurt and he had to come in during the game? Uh, yeah. During, okay, yeah. Maybe. I can't quite recall. I thought, I thought that was the game he got hurt. But yeah, it, it was it was Jake's first game because it went that game, then the Jags after that. Right. And that's when we were like, hey, he gets the full week to practice. That's mm-hmm. why we liked him. Right. So now he's going into pit 
And you know, Pitts lost three in a row. And I think we've gone against them. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we go in against them with with Kyler. Remember, Kyler went there and beat him, and we took the points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't touch him with the Patriots game, and the Patriots beat him. And then we just took him with the Colts. Now we're riding with them. Yep. Okay. We'll see if we get this this uh, this call here correct. That'd be incredible. Yeah, they could. Steelers could go for an overhaul in the off season here. I mean, they kind of talk about it's hard to force Tomlin out of there, but. It's just kind of the the eight and eight, you know, nine and eight seasons every year. Well, he's how about the, he's never had a losing season. Yeah, but what do you you haven't made noise in years? Like, well, and he goes, you haven't given me a quarterback in years. And they do, they do a great job of getting receivers and stuff. They always have, you know, some great defensive players. It's oh just, yeah, and who I don't know if the special teams coach has been there for a while is actually going to look that up. Maybe even send that guy a shout. On Twitter, going, buddy, you do an incredible job. You keep us in the game. Oh my God, it's a joke what their special teams do. So that's why I expect their special teams to ball and pit too. Um, so anyway, what do you see for the line over there? Is it like the two and a half plus two and a half pit? Okay, there it is, plus two and a half. So here we go, pit. Incredible. See, once Trubisk gets out of the mix. Okay, we got a new ball game. Let's reevaluate this thing. <laughs> Thanks for the W, though, Trubisk, last week. They need a QB, too. Holy cow. Oh, Pittsburgh? Yes. Oh, big time. Yeah, they do. I mean, their run game's legit with our boy Najee and the other guy, Warren, I think his last name is. Yeah. yeah. Um, those two ball. And then, you know, like their defense and special teams, they just need a quarterback. I mean, Pickett's numbers aren't much better than... Uh, Wilson's for the Jets. Like both those guys are bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yep. There was one other one here. I was kind of looking at. Uh, Las Vegas is coming to Kansas City, mm-hmm. and they played a few weeks ago. And and KC handled them pretty easy. It was like thirty-one seventeen. That was the one where the Raiders jumped on them. They got they they got up like fourteen zero. That's right. So yeah. the, this one's at ten. KC. It's Christmas morning. It's the ten a.m. game for us. Nice. That's how Christmas starts off. So excellent. I'm going back to KC here. You know, I think I think Patrick's a little fired up. He's going to get on Kadarius's rear here. Okay. <laughs> and Kelsey's going to show up for Christmas Day. <laughs> Vegas is pretty garbage. Oh yeah, they are. I mean, I like Devonte Adams and a couple pieces they have. You know, they're saying he might go to the Jets in the off season for Aaron. So, but I'll go minus 10 here, KC, Christmas morning. That's an interesting game because, yeah, either sometimes the raids show up, you know, remember, but I think Kansas City still remembers, like, and it was several years ago now, where the Raiders came in and beat the Chiefs on their field. They were celebrating at uh, midfield, and then, like, they got on their team bus, and they were screaming. You remember that? Yeah. And Kansas City was not happy about that. I seriously think that that's still in the back of their minds. So I have nothing against that. I mean, one of these days, Patty's going to get the receivers to catch the ball, and they're just going to blow someone out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these AFC teams, are they're grinding for those top spots. And, and if the Ravens go down at San Francisco, the, you know, the Chiefs slip on up there. Yeah. So these are all important games these last few weeks. They are. They are. They are. There was another game that stuck, stood out to me that I was like, mm, but a lot of people are talking about it, so I'm, I'm staying off it. But the Rams, minus four against the Saints. It's the Thursday night. Oh, is that Thursday? Okay, yeah, you're right. I see that here. So the Saints, okay, they've won two ball games in a row. 
I'm not sure if you can beat them against worse teams, the Giants and the Carolina Panthers. So, I mean, that means nothing. <laughs> yeah, we kind of liked the Giants going there, but they got uh, thumped. Yep, yep. That that was my bad where, you know, Big Danny on the road. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got it's a lot of... Tommy Home Alone DeVito. <laughs> Tommy. Actually, I saw your boy... Uh... There was something he he said he was going to go to a Brooklyn pizza place. Oh yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. And his, you know, the slime ball agents like, "Yeah, you know, we're in verbally for for the 10 grand." And then Tommy kind of blew up the last couple weeks and he's like, "We good?" He's like, "Yeah, we're good for 20 grand now." <laughs> so, okay, so uh, so they they canceled the appearance. Right. Okay. So, um okay, I thought maybe the week before he went for 10. He never went, huh? He hasn't shown. No. Yeah, yeah. So it was a pizzeria and and uh Tommy was going to show up at the pizzeria for and, the 10k. For 10k and then they're like, "Nope, this guy's been getting a small amount of W's. He's worth 20 now." And the pizzeria goes, "That's too much." And then the guy, the pizzeria, he blasts him on social media, you know, and the guy's like, "We never had anything in ink, you know. This is all verbal conversations. We never agreed to a deal." Really? And and Big Danny's like, "Tommy's like, dude, <laughs> Tommy's like, dude, I'll take the 10K. What are you doing? Dude? Right, yeah. Hey, I don't know how long this train's riding. No, but. exactly. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, so, well, I was going to say, there's what about uh, Big Gardner? Minshew is my going, boy. He's going to Atlanta and, and they're, they're swapping out Ritter for Heineke. Well, see, so that's the problem, right? Uh, you know how Heineke's my boy, too. I know. I just, it's, it's Colts one and a half. I just, uh, the, the Colts are better. I know they're on the road here. I think with Heineke and they're about the same is, is what I think. Uh, I prefer the Colts at home. The thing about this is, though, they are playing still in a dome. Atlanta's in a dome as well. Um, so that does help the Colts. But I like playing the Colts when they're at home. Heineke, you know, this guy's going to be juiced. That's kind of when he balls. So that's a stay away for me. That is a stay away. It is. Yeah, as we rattle off these quarterback matchups, it's just, it's crazy. Like, I know. Who's starting? It's Peyton versus Brady. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, there is one out there, though. My last best bet, and it's incredible. And I like this one so much that I might even like it more than Lamar bet this week. And you know I like Lamar. Uh, either I'm going to be dead on on this one, or I'm like, okay, you're wrong on this big time. But you give me my boy, Big Kyler, one more week in a row here. Getting four and a half against Chicago? Sure, he is. Okay. Who is Chicago to give four and a half to anyone? And then you've got my electric guy, Kyler, coming in? Wow. They just put up 400 yards on the nines. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Best bet of the year. The Cardinals plus four and a half. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you know what? Thank you. Yep, yep. Uh, so this will help compensate and and fill in the chips that you spent on Christmas. Let's see. When is that game? It's the it's Christmas Eve. Excellent. Wow. Uh, well, the you know the one thing you like to the weather. You know, what if it's like a it's a cold, harsh one there in Chicago? We don't know yet. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that doesn't help the Cardinals who play in the dome, but it doesn't matter. I mean, four and a half is a small amount. Like, if the Bears win this ball game, it's by like three. They're not beating them by four and a half, and I don't even think they're going to win the ball game. Like Big Kyler, 
He's been balling. Like I said, he just put up 400 yards on the nines. They rushed for 234 on him. Yeah. And we all know that the nines are the best team in the NFL. Now you're going back in Chicago. I don't know if you saw that. Like, they totally blew that game against Cleveland. Like, Cleveland should have lost. I liked Cleveland in that one. At least I got the push out of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for the time to fade big Joe Flacco here. The time hasn't come yet, but it will. It will, because he plays another garb team, Houston, this week. So, All right. Why don't you recap what you got here for the week? So we've got the cards, in my opinion, the best bet of the year so far, plus four and a half. Wow. Wow, 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 ladies and gentlemen. And then right behind it just happens to be Lamar. And we're taking Lamar first half, three and a half, and the game five and a half. Uh, man, I just, between the two of those games, I don't see not only both those teams not covering, I don't see both those teams losing. Someone's winning that ball game. And then we're going against our boy, Big Jake Browning, for one week because he's going to the Steelers and TJ Watt's going to ball there, plus two. Mm. Those are the three. Okay. I like it. Gonna be a fun week. We got a lot going on here, starting with Thursday, a few bowl games, and then we got Christmas Eve games and Christmas Day games, right? Yeah, and we'll be firing up the college games again, just the potato bowl and stuff like that's not really catching my attention. Yeah. Uh we'll keep an eye on Twitter and Instagram at Bull Brady Picks, so in case we throw something up there for a game to take. But that's gonna do it for week sixteen. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Have a blast. We will see you guys next week. See ya.